Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. For those in dental school right now, you may be familiar or unfamiliar with who ADSA are, what things they run, and what things they stand for. Throughout the lockdown period in 2020 and 2021, a lot of us dental and oral health students have missed out in learning about all things that ADSA are involved with in our dental schools. 2022 has seen a great comeback with the convention and involvement with dental school events, now that restrictions have been eased. To learn about what ADSA are, this episode presents Sana Kashori, the president of the ADSA committee in 2023, to excite you as to what things ADSA has to offer this year. So, now, what does ADSA stand for, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked, Hayden. So, ADSA, or as everyone else likes to fondly call it, ADSA, stands for the Australian Dental Students Association. And now this is a student organisation that is run entirely by students and it covers all of our lovely student members across Australia, both who are studying dentistry as well as oral health. What kind of things does ADSA do? Okay, I'm glad you asked because a lot of times students will often bring up the question, what's the difference between my university dental or oral health organisation and ADSA? And I think that's a point that I, at least as president, really want to drive home this year is that ADSA is a national body, right? What your university does in itself is very different to how things are done across the country. I'm sure, Hayden, for you at CSU, things are run very differently to how things are run for us at Latrobe. So what ADSA allows everyone to do is find that common ground nationally, whether it be in terms of notes, which is something that we want to work on this year and hopefully have access to for our members, whether it be workshops, whether it be student events where you can get to connect with people from all across the country. I remember seeing you at ADSA convention last year, Hayden, and that's how we connected. So I think it's the potential of doing that and hopefully from a national perspective, also opening up our student members to international opportunities in terms of volunteering or also collaborating with other dental student bodies such as what we hope is going to be in the works this year is with the New Zealand Dental Students Association as well, so NZDSA. And it's just really exciting stuff because as students, you don't realise as to how many opportunities there are out there. So I think ADSA is just that gateway for all of our student members to the big wide world of dentistry that lies beyond our university. Uh, ADSA run these programs such as, you know, the blood drive and they're really big on the Are You OK Day. Can you elaborate on some of the projects that uh, ADSA run? For sure. So our um, blood drive, which is currently on, and we'd like every one of our members to try and donate and get some points towards their ADSA cup. 
Um, Blood Drive is more run from a national perspective just to try and raise some awareness as to the importance of giving blood and donating blood. And it's just a really fun way for us to interact with all of our members. Our other major event that is run in association with a lot of our universities is the RUOK Day, as you mentioned. And I think that is more pertinent, especially within the dental industry, because I still remember one of the statistics that I was told in my second week of dental school was that dental professionals are the have the highest suicide rate as out of any profession. And I think that was a statistic that really hit home the fact that mental health in this profession is, I wouldn't say neglected, but it is definitely something that we need to be very mindful of. So ADSA really puts in a lot of effort with Are You OK Day because it can be as simple as asking one of your colleagues in school, in clinic, even when you graduate, like, how are you actually doing? Are you okay? How can I help? And that can be the difference between life or death for someone. And as morbid as that sounds, we try to make it a really fun day whilst bringing awareness to an issue that not only plagues our profession, but unfortunately a lot of the healthcare professions. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And other than those two events, we also have our annual ADSA convention, which um, I can now announce will be held at the Gold Coast this year at the end there of the go. year. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So yeah. um, I'd love to see each and every one of our dental students at that convention because, like I mentioned, it's a week full of academic, social, as well as networking events. And I'm sure, Hayden, I hope you enjoyed your time in Melbourne last year. But it's going to be even bigger and better this year in the Gold Coast at the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. And we will we will talk more about convention very shortly. I thought I would just bring my own personal story to the the blood drive that adds to do because yeah. I believe it was in it was in third year that I first decided to kind of get involved, mm-hmm. I suppose, with the blood drive. Sure. And I realized that as a student, one thing you don't have a lot of is money. <laughs> you really don't you really uh, with all the study and all the, you know, the loops or more well, not everybody buys this, no, but uh, you know, all, the, all, the, all the dental equipment you have to buy, all the articulators, it's very hard to find ways to donate financially. I believe that one of the best things about donating blood is that you don't necessarily have to donate money, but you can donate, you can donate blood. And if it's, uh, even if you're not a, an O type, you can also donate plasma if you're type A or B. And that means you can also donate donate more frequently as well. And it was certainly something I wasn't really, I didn't really know about before ADSA or the drive, but ever since then, it's been such a great way of getting to know your local community lifeblood office and you get to know the nurses if you go often enough. And I personally love just taking about four sausage rolls for dinner <laughs> the, at the uh, at, at the, the food end. Food and the, of course. There's, there's this old lady. There's this old lady that always adds malt to my milkshakes oh. as well. There. So, so I I just think it was it's such a great uh, initiative, and of course the benefit is that you're saving lives. Of course, so uh, I think it's an excellent 
program that ATSA run. And I would really hope to those listening out there, please get involved. The impact that you make by donating blood is so so huge. And I think just to add on to that quickly, Hayden, the biggest thing with something like blood drive is that we're having an impact that is greater than what we realize. And like you said, it's that sense of community that we want to try and foster within not just ADSA, but within all the greater communities that we're a part of that really allows blood drive to be as successful as it is. So I think that example of yours really hits that home. As a new grad, I had to register with an indemnity insurer in order to practice, and having loads of options didn't make that any easier. When I came across Dental Protection Limited, they made it easy for me to sign up with them with their streamlined registration process and they also had heaps of added bonuses for signing up, like webinar events, workshops and various online learning. Dentistry is hard and the stress of patient complaints can add to the everyday stress. Knowing I have DPL behind me every step of the way makes me feel confident stepping into work. If you want to feel like someone has your back going into work, you should give DPL a chance and discover what they can do for you. So convention, let's let's get into convention. For convention, as a as quite a young bean it was quite fun to go out and explore uh, and meet new people however i i noticed from last year that our postgraduate dental schools probably weren't as engaged or maybe weren't as aware as to what convention was or uh, i guess what would you say to those in currently in postgraduate uh, dental courses so i think for all of our postgraduate dental colleagues convention is more than just a little schoolies trip because I think I think that is what it is sold as. And trust me, we have a lot of fun. Um, what I really want to hit home is the aspect of the exclusive workshops that we're able to provide with the sponsorships from various dental companies that come forward every single time. And it's that academic aspect of it as well, where we're able to sit down and provide like suturing and surgical hands-on experience within a class-based environment and it's very much like a CPD setting but just for students who want to go that extra mile and learn. Now this is something that due to COVID and everything we weren't able to provide necessarily last year and we do understand that but thankfully this year we're very grateful to be in the talks with Griffith University at the moment for access to their labs, which will then allow us to provide that um, workshop CPD style events, as well as various networking and trade show events where we can have tons of dental companies. We're looking at close to 30 to 50 dental companies and including some dental businesses that are willing to come down to convention and interact with students. So I think when you look at it from that perspective, it provides an invaluable opportunity to not just postgraduate students, but also undergraduate students to go out there and fully embrace as to what this dental fraternity has to offer. So yes, we do have our fun. You, We have our gala night. We have some amazing activities planned to get to know each other in a more relaxed environment. But we also have some amazing academic and networking opportunities up our sleeves as well. Yeah. And so I would also just ask for, for that first year that 
you know, have seen all the ATSA content, but they've only started, they've only been in dental school for six months and they see ADSA and they go, well, you know, none of my friends <laughs> want to go and I don't really know enough about dentistry to feel like I can talk about anything yeah. with anyone. What would you say to those people listening? I think to those listening who think that, you know, we all just get together for a week and talk about dentistry, it's it's very, I think that's a very stereotypical perspective and it's there's half truth to it because, mind you, we'll convene and we'll talk about all the things that went wrong in clinic with each of us, but at the end of the day, we're all just trying to get to know each other. I still remember Hayden, I think you were sitting next to me at our gala ball this year and we just had some really interesting chats that were not dentistry related whatsoever. So I think it's just tapping into the opportunity that, hey, even if none of my friends from my uni are going, I can meet some amazing people across Australia who you never know. If you want to move out of town, move out of home when get a job somewhere else, you might hit up that mate two or three years down the line and be like, hey, I'm in Gold Coast now. Surely we can come and just hang out because those are the mates that you make for life. So as cheesy and as cringy as it sounds, I was fortunate enough to have found some people who I know I will be friends with for a very long time, even though they are literally on the other side of the country. And taking that as an opportunity would, as a first year especially, and then convening at ADSA convention every single year thereafter, I think, yeah, it would be an opportunity missed if not taken Mm, up in first year, definitely. No, I I think you're so right. I think the the friends that you make at convention are so invaluable it's it, it's amazing it's, it's amazing. I, I agree <laughs> so ads is obviously you know they run all these programs they're involved with all the unis but they're also a representative body so what kinds of things does adsa stand up for students for so adsa is privileged enough to be part of ADC, so the Australian Dental Council our past president role is part of ADC as well as we have uh, direct connections with ADA, which is the Australian Dental Association. So our position in both of these committees enables ADSA to highlight or bring forward any concerns that students have within their university. Now, I understand that, let's say there's something wrong with your course, you would contact your university and see how things go there. But in the case that your university isn't able to fully grasp how this stands as a dental course that needs to be held up to a national standard, that's when we can, I guess, help elevate that or help kind of bring more light to that issue and stand up for students in that perspective. I'm not saying that we're necessarily a complaints body, but what we might be able to do is if any of our members reach out to us, we might be able to connect them with the right people in the right places to then make sure that the issue is dealt with adequately. Mm, I think it's you bring up a good point that 
you know, oftentimes when we have an issue in the university, we bring it up with the university and when nothing gets done about it, it can feel like. Exactly. Exactly. And you feel extremely disheartened. And if we move away from that perspective as well, ADSA in itself is a national body. And that's something that I think we don't recognize as much as what we used to, but being a full national body allows us or at least gives us a lot of gives us a lot more power than people realize we're able to harness the strength of 13 different universities into one student organization and that allows us to do a lot more things than just what your normal university student body might be able to Do you want to add orthodontics to your general practice? So many patients today are looking for aesthetic outcomes and and changes, things that we can do with things like aligners and fixed braces that can put the teeth where they need to be so we can be more minimal in what we do to those teeth. I know it's something I wanted to learn and personally, I've gone down the path with OrthoEd doing the mini masters. I'm also getting treatment myself. I'm in aligners right now. If you're ready to go all in with orthodontics, you can go and do the mini masters with OrthoEd and Dr. Jeff Hall and at the end, you can get a postgraduate diploma. But if you're starting off with smaller steps, they even have some online education, including aligners and aligner courses that are standalone. In the COVID environment we're currently in, these courses have remained live and we can then go and do them in person later on. I really appreciate the way they've managed that and I'm still getting tons of value. OrthoEd gives you an understanding from the foundational level. You understand aligners as well as fixed braces, the mechanics and all the things in between. If you're about to start your orthodontic journey, check out dentalheadstart.com slash orthoed to get 10% off their entire range. You might even run into me at one of the courses. I guess to wrap things up, is there anything else about ADSA that you would like to kind of get out there or I guess recommend? Um, I think the main thing with ADSA would be, especially for the first years coming in, is reach out to your ADSA university representatives and just make sure that you follow all of our links. So whether that be our Instagram, whether that be our Facebook, we've also got a TikTok underworks now. And I think it's more just about trying to engage as much as you can. And if anything that I've spoken about today rings a bell or really like stays with you, then I'd highly recommend to get involved with ADSA, even if it is just attending our events, because I think that for me was the main thing that made me fall in love with ADSA and puts me in the position that I'm in today. So I'm very grateful to be the president of such an organization and all I can hope for is that we're able to build even better things for every one of our members in the years to come. Sanika, thanks so much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.